Welcome to Banana Split episode number 44. That was totally prepared. <laughs> yes, quite. That's how we do. Yes, total professionalism. It's just Jaden here with Patrick. Uh, Peter was working dead. tonight. We he's couldn't. Dead. He's dead, actually. He's dead. Uh, we tried to get in there yesterday when he was completely free and making pasta for both of us, so I felt terrible. I was um, not aware of this, nor was I given a time. Time? It was the afternoon. It's always around four or five in the afternoon. We don't do things too um, early in the morning. And lunchtime's lunch. You've got to eat. We, so, we have done it early in the morning before, to be fair, though. When? It was like the first time we went over to his. Because like, it started off because I think it was a whole... We were there the whole day either way because it was like a games night. Oh, that's well. different. Yeah. That, that's that's a whole different... I don't remember ever. I know, no, no, because that was, that, that was the day we were meant to film it, but then the games night started and we never just ended up doing yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I think it was like a full games day. Mm. That was good fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm sure we'll be back for something like that soon enough. It is uh, the middle of summer. Yes. And I hate it already. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I've been, had a bad cold voice for the last couple of weeks and it's finally gotten better and now yours is And now on. I've gotten it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you got it from me, though. No, no. Uh, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, we're here. It's time to get it done. We're here. We're queer. We don't want any more bears. <laughs> bears? It's a Simpsons reference. Oh, man. I'm so behind on The Simpsons. Like it's 20 years behind. It's Simpsons reference. Yeah. And, and there's so many on my list. And they're not really available. Like, Happy you have to go onto YouTube or day, something. Mr. Smithers. Yeah. You know, it's- Isn't it him singing it to Mr. Burns? No. It's, like it's, it's, it's like Smithers Imagination sequence? yeah okay yeah like what is it that makes you happiest and then it's happy birthday Mr. Smithers uh, it's also another one where he's got the the Barbie doll episode and Lisa uh, turns on his, Lisa turns on his computer hello Smithers you're quite good at turning me on oh dear I'm trying to remember the name it's Malibu Stacy or something yeah that's it's the supposed one supposed to be Barbie that was when uh, Conan was writing I think it was only three or four no, he only did like two seasons and it was seasons three and four. I can't remember exactly. He was on an episode of Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Shepard, the and one who's married to Kristen Bell. Simpsons. He's married to uh, Kristen Bell, who is just hot as hell. She's cool. And she's not like a young spunk. Yeah, you would probably swipe like right on if you saw the age. But, I mean, left. That's no, isn't it? Oh, no. Like, I just, Kristen Bell and age does not matter to me. Like, it's Kristen Bell. It's like um, Kate Beckinsale. But do you have an age range on your Twitter? Like on my it? Tinder? Yeah. On my Tinder, I do. But, like, Kate Beckinsale is 44, and she's just, God damn. Kristen Bell's, like, 40, and yeah. she's, God damn. Yeah, there's not many 44-year-olds that look like that. In fact, there was one today on Reddit. Oh, I'm not going to go to the front page again. But, yeah, it was someone like Liv Tyler. It was Liv Tyler, and she did a shoot for some lingerie company. And, damn, mm. another 40-plus actress that is holding up well. Not that it all matters... Well, like K- that's K- all that matters about Well, has been linked a lot with uh, a lot of 20-year-old males recently. Mm. Apparently, she's like, there's something going on between her and Ariana Grande's... Yeah, it's got to go both ways. I know, was it Beyonce or someone that was dating like one of her 20-year-old dancers? Mm. That's cool. Go for it. Yeah, um, give it the dancer. It's, I've, it's an annoying podcast if you listen to it every single day. Much better than anything I'd do. But like, yeah, I was talking about Burt Kreischer before. Jesus, he, he's good with some gossip. He tries not to name names, but they were talking about some comedian they were friends with. It had somehow come out that he'd gone down on Britney Spears, like all the details. And I was just like, man, you don't hear this anywhere else. Like they had uh, they'd gone mean, back to her place and she didn't want to fuck, but she's like, well, you can eat me out. So, yeah. And they were just using all these terms like, yeah. Like, would you go down on Britney Spears? I wouldn't go down on Britney Spears. Really? Yeah, your <laughs> standards are much, much higher than mine. Yes, for sure. 
I mean, it's Britney Spears. Exactly, sure, it's Britney Spears. Yeah, but I feel like it's the same boat. I, as I, Lindsay I'd Lohan. so be like one of those girls that just like fuck guys because they're famous. Like hell, I would sleep with Amy Schumer. I have it if I okay. I would be like, okay. it's Amy. It's, you know, excuse me while I go famous. find Mick Jagger for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't it's know if Mick I would Jagger. Go, if if I had to go gay for a dude, it would have to be someone like Ryan Gosling or something ridiculous dude, get like someone that. Someone who can make him laugh, Ryan Reynolds. My God. You know, there's got to be famous plus, you know, it's got to be like not, I, I I can't really visualize how that would go down, but yeah, I still can't go there. I just, um, anyway, how do we get down that uh, rabbit hole? Oh, that's what happens when I'm on the podcast. Anything yeah, else? thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, um, but so we did have some topics today. Did we? Well, I was going to talk about The Punisher. Neither of us has finished it. No. I somehow just got ahead of you on it. You've done well, though. You're already up to episode seven. Eight. Eight in like the span of I think it's been on Netflix for about three days at this and point. And I only started so. watching it like yesterday. Yeah, so it's pretty good. It's a good binge. Um, no, I, and I also saw the John Wick trailer. Yep, that, that was amazing. So the, the question is, who wins in a fight, John Wick or the Punisher? Or Pilgrim, the bad guy in them. Well, or um, oh, Billy yeah. Billy Russo, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah, uh, that'd be a fight I'd, I'd want to watch. Like no weapons, just in a room. Go for it. Oh, well, then if there's no weapons in a room, you also got to put in uh, Jason Bourne. Yeah. So then it's just phone books hmm. lying around and like magazines and pens. Well, that's the thing. He's a little Jason Bourne in that. I know in one of the in the first John Wick, he killed someone with a pencil. And then you actually see it in And a then in John Wick 3, the trailer, you see him kill someone with a book. Hmm. So, hey, you've got to be resourceful to stay no, like the, There's the story of him killing three people with a pencil, but you actually see him do it in the second one. Oh, okay. God, I'm so bad with, like, remembering any kind of useful detail. But, yeah, amazing films. Can't wait for number three. Hopefully it makes a gazillion dollars and, I don't know, they somehow keep doing them. Uh, I reckon he dies. Yeah, I mean, they can't do a million of them. Because, uh, like, who's the co-star with him? Yeah. Monsters Ball. Um, is it Rihanna? Or yeah. is it... Oh! That is, just, She's older than Rihanna. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. She was Catwoman. I feel like that's slightly racist. She was Catwoman. Um, what just because she's another black actress yes no, come on I could I'm not I can't really look it up because I don't have the keyboard but do I have a phone yeah oh, that bothers me because uh, she was in Swordfish uh, she's stunning she was in that uh, James Bond the first one with Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig Halle uh, Berry Halle Berry yeah, yeah no I, I t- reckon Halle Berry kills him at the end she double causes him at the end oh come on man 100% 14 million dollars no no do not, I, I, I bet you $1,000 right now that will not happen. $1,000? Yeah. You think I'm made of money? <laughs> well, it's not like I could make good on that either, but, you know, that's how much I... I guarantee that, that just... She had her dogs. He's got his dog. The dogs don't betray each other. They're loyal. Don't, don't. It's all about... If you have a dog in that movie and you're not killing it, then you're a good guy. Exactly, but so. if she had a cat... <laughs> yeah, no, no, then she was totally going to betray him. Speaking of cats, I've lost one of mine. Yes, so. yeah. Yeah, how old was, about that. is a, a scooter? Uh, scooter is probably about two years old. Yeah, maybe well. coming up. I've had her about eighteen months. He's my. I, I don't know why I always get genders mixed up with my cats. My cats in general to me appear feminine, whereas dogs always appear male. But it is a boy, and uh, yeah, he was my favourite cat. So <laughs> I felt bad. Like, I know they don't understand me, but I came out today while feeding the older female that's left and was like, "Why was it you?" It had to stay. Why couldn't it? <laughs> Jesus. And he, she just looked at me and was like, yeah, what? have you got any more kibble? Hmm. So, 
No, it'll come around. I've had cats just disappear. Because literally, the one I've got left only comes in when it's six o'clock for breakfast and like around now for dinner. So hopefully uh, she doesn't interrupt us anytime soon. But that's it. Then no hanging around, no pets, nothing. Just she's always there when I come home to say hi, but it's very hands off. It's all sort of like, yep, you're here. How you doing? And then runs off. Hmm. But uh, whereas just like, all right, cool. And someone's here to feed me. Yeah, pretty much. Whereas Scooter was just all over me like a dog. It was basically one of those cat dogs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I so. love that show growing up. Cat dog. Yeah, I never saw it much. It looked good though. Like I was, yeah, more, I was a little bit behind that. You I were. saw um, Ren and Stimpy was my thing. Yeah. So Punisher, really good show. The first three episodes are sublime. Uh, I'm not going to spoil too much. That's the, the thing I always say with anyone who doesn't watch Punisher. I just go, just watch the first episode. It will grab you at the first episode. Yeah. You mean of season one or two? Either. Yeah. Either. Like if yeah. you haven't seen the first season, watch the first episode. Yeah. It will grab you. I've been know. in a few threads on Reddit. And not everyone's as happy about the second season. It does uh, soften a little can in suck the middle. My dick, but you know yeah. what? Not true. But then you won't watch something called Titans. I don't have time for Titans. I, you've got to explain that. Why not? Like you watch. All these other things, like we're apparently going to see glass in a few days, yeah, which weird. looks exciting. But <laughs> what is it specifically about Titans, oh, other than it being DC and etc.? That- nothing to do with DC. DC TV, I tend to like. I yeah. love Gotham. Okay, well then it's like, I d- you haven't seen it, so what are you crossing off the list about it? Because to me, it's very Gotham. It's, it, it's basically the- Gotham with a little bit more blood and some different heroes. Because mm. right, Gotham's like a TV series. On, it it's like on a network. So they had to be, uh, they couldn't go too dark. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, Titans are like, fuck Batman, I'm going to stab you in the neck and have an arterial blood spray all over the wall. And, you know, it's just full on. It's still a little cheesy. Does it, does it go too like, far? Like the music's very cloying. Like it's kind of like, you should feel this right now, music. And you should feel excited and sad. And, and it's kind of, you know, if you like Gotham, and that's the thing I got from Gotham. It was all very obvious what they were pushing for with the lighting and the setup and the characters weren't exactly subtle and I feel it's pretty similar with this everyone's quite black and white in terms of their motivations like they're just ground down to a nub of this is who I am and it's not not complicated you better not get in my way with most of them so far the only one that's a little bit unclear uh, there's like a two second cameo at the end from the Beast Boy Mm -hmm. who turns into a tiger to rob a museum or something the steel video games isn't it no, he's he's like in some kind of fancy. Maybe it is a video game place because the guy is sitting there with a PS4 controller, the security guard, yeah. playing some game that looks like it's a four-bit, not even eight-bit, like the oldest video game ever. I'm guessing because it was cheaper to get the rights for that, or they just had someone make it. Yeah. And yeah, he just hears a noise, goes out. There's a tiger, and he chases it, and is like, "What the fuck am I doing? Why am I chasing a tiger?" And then it turns into Beast Boy. And that's it. Whereas all the other characters get a full-on backstory. They go with the trope with... What's her name? She got a lot of heat online for looking like a cosplayer. Yeah. And they've fixed it up a little bit in post. But it still looks like she's kind of an extra from Pretty Woman or something. I'm trying to think of like a trashy... (laughs) So you're calling her a prostitute. Well, yeah. Or like Married with Children. Uh, Remember when uh, Kelly Bundy would, would go out and it'd all be these random rock chicks with like giant hair. So, so so uh so kelly cross like friend russia cross someone black i yeah i just like what's her name from storm wasn't that halle berry as well yeah yeah she kicks ass 
it's still it's still pretty like when when they've got the eyes glowing and all that and then she kicks Vass in a huge fight with a bunch of Russian gangsters and that's cool but yeah I'm not as invested as I am with Punisher but obviously I know his backstory a little more mm-hmm. and I love the world that he's in it's, and just I, yeah. I get hooked on the absolute gratuitous violence oh man it is so good the choreography everything's perfect oh yeah Apparently, especially after his we- stunt double uh, was the choreographer and he's just gone up up to everything yeah up another level and I don't know how much and from the little we stuff can... that we did on that one yep. time like I mm. appreciate it more like how much effort would go into yeah, that yeah yeah certainly pay a bit more attention like I used to kind of look at my phone during fight scenes because I was like well I'll just see what, what happens when the dust settles but now I'm like oh that was a really tough little move they did here or oh, it's interesting they went with that choice I was like oh, yeah. hit, oh someone's head's going through that sink yeah oh man yeah that was good he fucked up those guys good and proper it seems like when he t- they're there and they're like it's five of us it's one of you you're fucked and he takes his belt off because they all pull out knives he's like uh, hired they're supposed to be con- security contractors ex-military and he's just some guy in the pub and that's literally what happened he's in this bar and he sees a girl getting picked on he's like oh, I'm gonna reach out because she can't protect herself that he can't help himself even though he's trying to keep his head down and uh, that's it. That's what kicks off the adventure. And you've got two different storylines. You've got him trying to save this girl who doesn't really want to be saved. And you've got uh, Billy, Russo. Billy Russo's jigsaw Billy coming Russo back. Billy Russo's jigsaw having his with a little mental slightly breakdown. unbelievable relationship with his therapist. Oh, don't get me fucking started on that. Yeah, and that's where it gets soft. Like after episode five or six, it does lull in certain uh, periods where it's just... It's like Walking Dead on the farm where it's like, okay, let's just figure out what his motivation is and what's going on in his head and how she feel about it and it's a little bit uh they could do the entire series i think in probably nine or ten episodes not 13 if they cut a little bit of the fat it would probably more be more enjoyable for most people well um not to spoil it too much but like i do how he had his little when billy and and uh, frank finally see each other right and he has that mo- like that slight breakdown. Yeah, that was done well, and which it was done really well. And then he snaps, and then it, he appears to to like know yep. what happened, and then he snaps back. It's yep. like is he got? It- he's definitely fractured, yeah. and that works. The jigsaw thing is not just the way his face looks, and that's another thing. They didn't go too far with his face. It was like a couple it's of. Line- say, hey, hey, hey. The actor who plays Billy Russo is an attractive dude. They he- knew not to fuck with. Yeah, him. yeah. Let's not ruin it. Uh, yeah, the we're paying of, him a lot of money to look this good. That's not the amount of female uh, friends who were just like, "Oh, thank God, they didn't fuck with him." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you, I read the comics when they first came out, and uh, so some geek cred there. Not that I could remember too much, but man, he was ugly. And if you see Jigsaw in one of the movies, whoa, it is not a pretty sight, and you can tell why he'd want to wear a mask. Whereas in this, it's like you got some cool scars. You could easily cover with like some makeup from a first year makeup student. Like it's just. Yeah, I think they picked a... That's ironically who put it on, a first year makeup shit. Yeah, probably. I just, I just, you know, they could have gone a bit harder with the uh, jigsaw side of it. Even there's a scene I just watched where, uh, what's her name, the, the FBI agent, uh, uh, yeah, she yeah. finally confronts him and he's just like, well, yeah, you actually look pretty good. It's amazing what they've done to your face. It was worse before. So that it's implied that they've, with modern plastic surgery that it wouldn't be realistic for him to look like a complete fucking mess yeah so I don't know um, why but when you said complete fucking mess it was just um, I don't remember the actor but he it's the one with the it's the movie where he plays 
this kid who's got the giant fucking forehead and the giant chin and he's got Is orange Eric Stoltz hair. that's the yeah. one yeah that's the one that's the first thing that came to mind yeah he's a, that was a mess man see that was when they committed you know elephant man sorry I'll take it's gone the screensaver on my computer plays like all the photos and some of them aren't probably appropriate so yeah that's Punisher and, and thinking of similarities with if I can find any with Titans that both dropped around the same time both have a character that has some severe memory loss uh, what do you call it amnesia amnesia yeah because Starfire wakes up in a crash car and a bunch of dead gangsters around her and a bunch more on their way to kill her and she's like what the fuck's going on so the whole next like 10 minutes is her going through these gangsters one by one to try and and none of them can believe that she's actually got amnesia so it's a whole every single time like you know who you are you know who this is and she's like no I don't so yeah they beat a dead horse with that uh, it's, I don't know why that's such a popular trope you know when you go and fucking ride for every single soap opera ever alright yeah. he's gonna get amnesia he's gonna be fucking his sister They like she's gonna cheat on him and then the baby's gonna get amnesia wow, we've been watching different soap operas I mean that's sounds like Game of Thrones did they have any amnesia in that other than like uh, the psychological damage that they do to uh, brain that's more yeah I guess I mean his brain gets turned upside down but I was thinking of uh, the one that gets his dick chopped off. Ah, no, I don't really think there hasn't yeah, been that's not really amnesia. amnesia. So, yeah, anyway, Punisher, enjoying it so far. We'll do a proper wrap-up when we've actually finished it. Um, but, yeah, get out there and watch it. And I was going to look at some quick news. We've got Leslie Jones slamming the new oh, movie yeah. that's coming uh, out. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, Leslie Jones. I mean, I didn't mind the one that she was in. Could no, have been but funnier, but... Yeah, but now I, she's getting so fucking butthurt because people want to see Bill Murray as a fucking Ghostbuster again. What did you fucking expect? Don't be so entitled. You got a Ghostbusters movie. Fucking feel good about that alone. Yeah, Jason Reitman, who's the original director's son, who's a great director in his own right, does things a little differently, but his he's, movies have all done quite well. He does more indie stuff. Who knows? It might... I don't. It says it's set now and the 80s did happen so all those Ghostbusters were there and anything that happened in 1 and 2 happened in this universe whereas obviously that was not the case in that reboot which didn't do so well and you know whether that's because they were all female or because it wasn't funny who knows I think there was some issues with both sides of that like some of the people that were reacting uh, some of the defenders of the movie were a little bit blind to the fact that maybe it wasn't so great mm-hmm. and yes, some of the attackers was... were a little bit blind to the fact like all they could see was it was all women and, and all female and it's like oh exactly. it's just some virtue signaling bullshit and it's like no they tried something they swung it was a good idea and maybe they missed but relax it's like this whole thing now with uh, the kids standing in front of the Indian guy beating in the drum oh yeah you know yeah. I think there's definitely a lot of outrage that's gone too far on both sides because everyone's just batting Barracking for their team, no matter what. And uh, I think the answer lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah, it's like, called just punch the kid in the dick and, yeah. and move on with the day. I mean, the kid's a dick for wearing a MAGA mask. I mean, <laughs> that's scary. Imagine if they had masks. They were wearing one of those red Trump hats. Like, half the class was doing it. So it's obviously some edgy, in-real-life troll-type thing that the cool kids can do because they're all jocks chanting their football team songs. Yeah. And apparently, they were just visiting the monument. And there was... Uh, what was if you watch the longer videos because I was totally like fuck this kid and his punchable face and his like annoying smirk and he's ah but if you actually watch the longer videos you'll see all these uh, 
what do they call themselves? Black Israelites. And they're kind of like a black version of the Westboro Baptist Church. They just spew hate constantly. So they're calling the one black kid that was in the school the N-word all the time and everything else under the sun to whoever's left. And I think it was the Trump hats that really got them going. So, yeah, the kids, it was just a clusterfuck full of assholes. And they were, it looked like maybe they were going to get into an altercation, the black activists with the school kids. And then, so this Indian guy's coming along on his own march and just goes right in between them to potentially, that's why what he said that he, mm. he did it to uh, stop them from fighting. And this kid just stood right in front of him and didn't know what to do and was a bit confused and just started smiling like an idiot. And everyone was calling this kid the worst thing on earth because he's, uh, I don't know what he was supposed to do. Like, he probably should have taken his hat off. <laughs> it's hard to... I'll take my hat off for the kid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, he's just standing there like a complete tool. But there's worse people in that video. You know, you, you know what, oh, speaking of uh, things that are fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, it's a stupid amount of money to spend. Oh? Probably about $10 million. Right. For 10 suits. For 10 Shazam suits. Oh, right, Each right. Shazam suit cost a million dollars. Jesus. It's looking like it's going to be good, though. Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, like, as again, just hire... And that comes out in April. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a big like hire, like, a, like, hire a well-known cosplayer to make the suit. And they would, like, just be like, yeah. here's $250,000. Yeah. Make 10 suits. Whatever you don't spend is yours. Yeah. That was my other problem with Titan. There's a scene right at the end where this girl swoops in and saves another hero. And he looked kind of cool. And he was quipping with the bad guys while they tortured him. And the torturer looked kind of cool. Like, there's a lot of good about it. And I like that it's just harder and edgier than anything else that the CW's done. But yeah, this girl turns up and her outfit is basically every cosplay I've seen with wings. And it's she starts flipping out these... The wings are like razor sharp somehow. So she cuts throats and stuff with them. And that's cool. But I'd say is that can't look itself. Yeah, very Mercy-ish. Really? And uh, I just... I don't know. There's something... I mean, maybe it shows how good cosplay's getting. Whereas in the Marvel world, a lot of them barely wear their superhero out. Like, DC just completely swallows it and owns it. And like, yep, we're going to go 110%, turn it right up to 11 with the the costumes. Whereas Marvel's kind of try and go all like... uh, I don't know, one of the... Semi-realism. Yeah, like one of the first X-Men movies when they were kind of just wearing black. In the, in the new Punisher series, he's just wearing the vest, and he mostly like zips the jacket over, mm. you know, unless he wants to, to reveal the vest to um, mm. piss off the jigsaw or something. But piss off hardly, the hardly jigsaw. anyone. He's the only costume in it, and that barely is wearing that. And the jigsaw again, he doesn't wear the mask uh, too only, much either. Yeah, he only really does it on his little. While heist. he's still in hospital or something. Yeah. yeah, doing the heist, which is pretty pointless because everyone knows who he is. Mm. But um. But then, yeah. as again, everyone knows who he is and just goes around, like, in bars. It's yep. like, all right. Yeah. It's a different world than the one we live in. I have to stop getting upset about things that, like, the how useless the cops are and all that sort of thing. Anyway, I was going to flip through a bit of news. Oh, yeah, and obviously, Punisher star John Bernthal, uh, he knows that season two will probably be the last one. Yeah. Uh, as he said, I, I know the reality. I'm at peace with it. I only worry about the things I can control. Uh, when I'm playing the character and I'm doing the job and it's right there in front of me, I can do whatever I can to make it as good as I can. Whatever is happening with these shows, these decisions being made in rooms, I'm not invited into and I'm okay with that. So he's just got to put on a brave face, but I think a lot of people are going to be really upset when his that character is taken off the screen and it's going to be at least two years before we see them back, any of them. And from what I'm reading, it's unlikely they'll, they'll actually use... 
those actors again because then they'd have to pay Netflix because Netflix produced the shows mm. and Disney's like, no, we're going to... No, why would we give them money for something that we can do ourselves? Can they MCU it? Sorry? Can they chuck them into the MCU, theoretically? Straight up movie it? Oh, wow. I mean, that would be a good idea. I think that would make a lot of money if they could somehow do a Defenders type thing yeah. and not at all the characters. Just give them a really big, explosive... Not so much a send-off, but a tribute and just go, look, we know that they were awesome. Okay, Iron Fist dropped the ball a little bit. You know, they'll, they'll, I think there'd be a big audience. Like just, for that. T- just, just chuck them into Endgame and have them be killed. <laughs> I think it's a bit late for that, but maybe in some later mm. iteration. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Also, some cameos, but they don't seem to do that. And for, I think for Favreau, yeah, he's shied away from having that happen. I uh, I recently watched uh, two somewhat old movies, and then I also saw Bumblebee. Yeah, okay, you saw that. Well, at the cinema? Yeah. Any good? Yeah, I, I, I very much enjoyed it. It's very different from any other Transformers film. Good, good. I, There's definitely a sense that Michael Bay did not direct the movie. That's what I want to hear. There isn't a huge explosion every 10 fucking minutes. In slow motion? Yes, in slow motion. Like, I can only really remember one, oh, maybe two large explosions in the entirety of the film. And they what, don't jump cut every three seconds no. during a fight scene, or even more than that. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, I, I did mean to watch that. I think I've missed it, but I'll definitely pick it up when I no, come. No, it's out. definitely. It's definitely. I'm not going to go too in depth with it purely yeah. because it's been like three weeks since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. But a uh, solid eight and a half. Okay. I'd say. Good. Yeah, I did see uh, a kid that becomes the king. It's like an English movie. I think it's made by the same guys who did Attack of the Block. It's a lot more saccharine and sweet than that. Uh, you know, the one with uh, it was the first movie that made it big. That who's the black guy that's in Star Wars? Oh, oh, that dude. Um, John... He's really good, though. It's it's a John. And he basically made that movie, like Attack of the Block. John Boyega. Him. Boyega. Yeah, that's, that's right. Like, he, he's just very watchable, and that was a freaking awesome film. And this one is aimed at a much younger audience, and it's about this kid who basically discovers that he's the descendant of King Arthur, and he's the rightful. He gets bullied by these kids, falls into a construction site, notices a sword, and is just like, oh, I suppose I'll pull that out of the rock. And uh, that's Wait, the journey starts. No. All right, I'll leave. Hey. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. I only realised what you were doing as I answered. I was like, oh shit, that's not good. <laughs> you you walked right into that. Pulled his sword out. Considering uh, the kid is like, I think he's supposed to be twelve. That's pretty messed up. I, that wasn't actually a reference. That wasn't a dick joke. That was just me saying. He pulls his sword out of the rock. I was I was just gonna say <laughs> the rock had been stabbed. You're the one who made it dirtier. Oh. Yeah. Well. So, <laughs> okay. I'm not as evil as Damn, you got me there. We had the Spider-Man trailer. Yeah, the home, that's interesting because everyone's like, oh, but spoilers because he's supposed to be dead. Everyone knew that he wasn't dead. Oh my God. Uh, it is set and, and a lot of people have been saying, oh, but it's my, maybe it's set before. I doubt that. But it's not. It's definitely I set after. If it's set before, where is Mysterio in Infinity War? Well, they didn't have a lot of characters in Infinity War, but still, it's it's definitely from sources that are official. Now... I've confirmed it's set after... Um, I don't know if... Uh, I mean, like, all you have to do is read the comics. They're all in the Soul Stone, and they're all going to come back. Oh, that, Everyone knows I, that's that. That's not what I'm, the point I'm trying to get at. The point yeah. I'm trying to... Because, you know, it, it, in the trailer, it's sort of confusing if Mysterio is a good guy or a bad guy. I'm saying he's the bad guy of the film. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying he is the main antagonist of this film. I'm mm. saying he's either paid off Hydro Man, Sandman, and Magda Man, or more than likely, they just don't exist and they're an illusion. Yeah. Because it's 
mysterious. Yeah, it's very confusing. He seems to be like, oh, this isn't your fight. Let me deal with it. So, and what's like, going he, on there? I mean, like, if you really, <clears throat> like, if you, like, for example, like, in the Spider-Man 2 video game, or any sort of thing where you sort of see Mysterio, he's kind of a pussy. Like, when, when, like when Spider-Man ever confronts him, he's usually quite a bitch. So. Yeah, well, it's a very short clip, so hopefully there's a lot more character development when it comes out. And that is, what, later in the year? Yeah. So it's well after that. Everything's April, man. Yeah. It's all okay. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Westworld, their mobile game, finally got closed down after Bethesda's lawsuit. Oh, really? Kicking the gear. Yeah, because it's basically exactly the I, same. I mean, I, I've seen it. I almost downloaded <clears throat> it. That's why you can't yeah. get it anymore? No. Yeah, but then that's it. It's all online. Like, you have to keep connecting to, ah, to still play that's it. That's so Anyone that still has it can't play it anymore. Which is fair enough, because it's exactly the same game, just reskinned. What if you spend money And it's money really on it? cheap of them to do that then, uh, I don't know, hopefully you can get your money back. Mm. If anybody who knows me knows I am a, uh, a slut for uh, anything to do with Dragon Ball, and we've got Dragon Ball uh, Broly coming out. What's and that? It's the, uh, the next Dragon Ball Super movie. Okay. It's actually going to be in theatres, which is good. That's unusual. Yeah, it won't be a like, huge or long release. Probably a week, I'd say, maybe. Just for the, the hardcore fans. Yeah. It'll do well. It'll yeah. do well. Oh, yeah, and this was an odd one. Forza 4 mm-hmm. removes two of their dancer modes because of lawsuits. Uh, so there was the Carlton and the Floss, which are two of the dancers that are at the center of the uh, oh, right. legal action. Force, yeah, yeah, and I was like, I've got Forza Horizon 3, and I just never quite committed to 4 because it looked just like was, more of the same. dance emotes in yeah, Forza 4? What, the card, what, does the card the, transform like Bumblebee and starts doing the Floss? Yeah, this is... Uh. You've got these like characters that you can buy that drive the car, and I remember having that in number three, but they didn't do anything. I think you could buy clothes and stuff for them, but mm-hmm. that was about it. Uh, but in this show, you can obviously make them dance, which is a bit silly. I Next think. thing you know, they're going to f- they're going to go back to Saints Row three and four and take yeah. it out of them. Uh, Drake's Hotline Bling Dance, a Michael Jackson inspired Moonwalk, and the Macarena. They all got pulled out. Don't mind that noise. It's just the housemate. What good noise? time to get you some cutlery. You just ignore it and you just... No, I like to acknowledge it. It's like if you're a stand-up and there's heckling going on or some weird situation, you have to address it. Yeah, that's a fair point. Hey, I learned these things. So that's... And what's going on in entertainment news? R. Kelly's been dropped by Sony. Uh, it's not really pop culture, but it's uh, still... I was about lit. to say, lately, the R. Kelly jokes have been strong lately. I haven't seen many of them. I must Dude, be missing uh, them. I mean, I've got like a meme of R. Kelly on my phone Yeah, I'm right surprised now. there's not a lot of those going on, or that I'm not seeing them. But uh, my main Facebook account, which would have more of a diverse news feed, kicks back in in about five days, so I'll probably catch up with all yes, the things because, I've been missing. Um, you've gotten yourself in trouble again. See, look, R. Kelly. Well, it was about a month ago now. When you're at the beach and hear someone yell, help, my kid was stung by a jellyfish. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm ready. Because R. Kelly has been known to yep. urinate on Piss people. On. Well, underage people too. Yeah. The uh, documentary came out. It kicked some ass. Everyone watched it. Yeah. Dude, this was also on my friends. So also, Dateline did a thing. I mean, originally, I think it was the New York Post or New York Times that exposed uh, Weinstein. Yeah. What's the name of the doc- documentary? Because I do mean to watch it. Chris Brown should be joining him. Yeah. He should be... Uh, I can't believe he still makes any money. That's good One to see that the Me Too movement is finally reaching out and getting people that have somehow avoided any kind of... That's like, R. Kelly has been on that list for a fucking while. Yeah, but just no one's been doing anything. He apparently buys everyone off that starts making noise and he's Excuse got a whole me while I go talk shit about R. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we've got the, um, for any of the supernatural sluts like myself, the 300 episode Ooh. of Supernatural where... I wonder if they'll do something silly like a musical one. Or uh, well, they've already one. done a musical. Yeah. Uh, it's actually the uh, Winchesters... They've uh, already done Scooby-Doo. I uh, saw that. That was uh, amazing. Being reunited with their father. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Um, What's his name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan yeah. is apparently coming back for allegedly one episode Ooh. of Supernatural. Bring that on. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize he was gone for so long because I know he popped he up in... a couple of times in the first few seasons and then that was it. Yeah. And just got busy. So. Well, let's say when you're the main antagonist of The Walking Dead, playing that beautifully, might I say. The pauses are a little long for my taste, but yeah. Just a tad. Gillette. That's a thing. Oh, uh-huh. the Gillette thing. Yeah. Where do you stand on that? I, I, I thought it was nice. I think anyone who's offended by that has a reason they're offended. Yeah. They've got something to hide. Yeah. They're just looking... Like, it's... I think the left gets outraged for small reasons People, sometimes, but the right can be just as petty and just as... Like outraged at I, trivial bullshit. I, and, I think and, people yeah. can't accept that people just can be shitty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's slightly cynical. Angelette, there's been accusations. There's only, I think, three female board members. Uh, they charge more for the female raises. They don't sell as many, so there's economies of scale there to a degree. But it's also bad because I remember watching an episode of the checkout and uh, the, the chases show that they were doing that got cancelled last year, unfortunately. But it was focusing on how basically the, exactly the same product but sold for women will generally uh, cost a lot more than the male version. So mm. hopefully they can fix that. Uh, Build-A-Bear have launched a How to Train Your Dragon series Ooh. where you can get light theories and night theories. That's cool. Yeah. I saw that uh, two weeks ago. That was a good good movie. Yeah, I got to see that. It was the last one. They clearly made that uncontestable unless in 10 years they somehow reboot it or do a live action version. With uh, it would have to be that dude from the office, because man, they look the same. Oh, there's a um, lot of people who allegedly look like him. But as again, I also have the photo on my phone as well, <laughs> of like it's the ten year challenge and it's yeah, just yeah, them, yeah. Them and I mean, he kind of also looks like the, the Chris Evans that evolution as well, as well as um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, he looks like him. It's like even the same bloody. Yeah, that's the one I posted before. Mm. But uh, yeah, so you've got... Oh, I can't, can't remember his name. Jim from The Office. He's uh, Hickok. John Kuczynski. But you could totally... Ha- yeah, John... And he was really good in... Uh, the Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. He also produces uh, Lips Which and Battle. Which sequel. Oh, cool. Yeah. Didn't know that was him. Yeah. I thought it was all uh, Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen's got a great personality is what Chrissy Teigen has. Yeah. She's awesome. I'm going to get shit for that. No, but it's true. <laughs> You're not lying. I think... She seems nice, but she doesn't seem funny. Oh, uh, so I just saw that. Had you seen that already? What? The movie costume costs $1 million and there's 10 of yeah, them. Yeah, I saw that. Is that an unusually high amount for a movie costume? Yes, because the uh, the Deadpool suit costs like 250000 Surely the Batman suits the, cost... The ba- I, he talked about like it. Ben Affleck has talked about it, so I'm going to look right. up the article. Apparently John C. Riley and Will Ferrell's movie was awful. Did we talk about that already, Sherlock? Uh, yeah, we did, we did. Yeah, I remember talking about that. And I was like, oh, they won't... They'll come back. Hundred thousand dollars was the Batman suit. Wow! So how do you? Co- I mean, I know it lit All the up. LEDs and the batteries. Yeah, apparently. it lights up. <laughs> there's an extra five hundred grand there. I say there, there, there's a prop maker somewhere who's just laughing his ass off. Yeah, God, so there was a lot of. It's like the military spending ten dollars on light bulbs and 
paper clips. You know, someone's making some. It's money. like when you've got that much money, you you forget how much things cost. Yeah. Uh, there's a gamer here named. Oh, I saw this post today as well. Harry Bruce or H Bomber Guy. He's a popular English content creator. He's got more than three hundred thousand subscribers. Hopefully, more after this article mentioned that he raised one hundred sixty grand for a trans charity called Mermaids by playing Donkey Kong non-stop uh, thirty hours. Oh, that's how long it can take to achieve 101, 101% completion. So has he already done it? It began on the evening of January the 18th and he's still going. Okay, well, that's impressive. How does he sleep and go to the toilet? Surely they have to have breaks or something. That's not mentioned in the article, but he's yeah, a, that makes he's me a champion. That's what he is. Yeah. But doing nothing other than that and mate, he's got to sleep. Unless he's drinking like 16 litres of Red Bull. And at that point, I would doing want math to kill or, myself. Yeah, I mean, it's the 21st now. He could potentially have, uh, like, what are those things astronauts use? Like an adult-sized nappy. Yeah, yeah. And, you Or know, you could have, like, um, what are they? Uh, the hose they put in you oh, when you're in hospital? Catheter. Catheter. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, it wouldn't be comfortable, but that would be true commitment. And yeah. I would be properly impressed if he's done that. So that's really all I can remember. We've covered Gillette. We've covered the stupid drummer thing with the kid from Covington Catholic. They were just a bunch of stupid jock kids. And that's what annoys me because a lot of people on the internet basically like, I'm a Trump supporter because it's edgy. Uh, and they don't really look into any of the background and how messed up. I just can't wait. I can't wait till in like six months or a year. I don't care. Yeah, but it's... And even if I was in America, I wouldn't be a Trump supporter. You know how I vote for it in, this, in the Australian government? The Greens. Just because it's the most out there kind of oh no I, I have my reasons for yeah. like one of one of their policies is they want to uh, I think I've mentioned this before um, mm. they want to remove uh, any parking fees from all hospitals oh yeah, yeah you've mentioned that yeah no that's a good policy fair mm. enough I wouldn't mind knowing a few more but that, I, I certainly I don't think that would be a much worse choice than say the liberals yeah. um, they're a little bit extreme in some you know, ways you know but, who I fucking hate right now right. Clive Palmer yeah, well, I don't think he's going to get any vo- votes. Whatever little money he's got left, okay. he's blowing on billboards and TV ads. And, and texting and me, apparently. Texting people. Oh, that, was that a real thing? He texted people saying... When elected, United Australia Party will ban unsolicited political text that's a messages, real text that you which got. Labour and Liberal have allowed. And I just, I, I screenshotted this. Yeah. I posted this on my Snapchat, my Facebook, and my Instagram stories, and I was older, and I just w- said, do you understand the meaning of the word irony? Yeah. That is insane. That's what he, he did. That's my fucking favorite thing. <sighs> I mean, he's got a sense of humor, surely. And then there's the earlier one, Clive Palmer, make Australia great again. He's just missing the word again. That's yeah. all he is. Fast trains from Brisbane. It's, one, like it's, yeah. I don't fucking care. Fuck off Clive Palmer. Fuck Clive Palmer. There yeah. we go. Out of nowhere. And we've just given him more publicity than he needs, but... Uh, Bungie, they split with Activision. Oh, yeah, they yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah, that was that thing. Uh, that doesn't affect me at all because I don't play Destiny and I never will. Yeah. Apparently, they fixed up a little bit, but it was still a huge fucking mess and didn't make anywhere near as much money as they wanted because of Activision apparently meddling and making them bring it out too quickly. And they need to do what Rockstar and a lot of other Bethesda-type developers do and take their time and make sure it's good. Mm. Yeah, not that all those games are 100% perfect, but... 
certainly um, have performed better than Destiny did. Gotham started, so. the final season started between last time. Yeah, apparently uh, there's a time jump, it's a- and the guy that plays the Penguin actually puts on a proper fat suit with the Penguin mm. looking like he did in Batman. It's a it's a very... Well, yeah, it starts off at day 380-something-something-something, where you see Jim Gordon, yeah. the Riddler, and Penguin. They're all at, like a, a, like, a massive... I believe they're in the GCPD. Right. And there's a massive wall, and they're just shooting like out there with a bunch of other police officers and we don't know what they're shooting at and then it cuts back down to day 87 yeah and intriguing the first two episodes are kind of slow and are they on Netflix? well the old seasons are yeah but current season is not no okay they've got to make it easier to get every season is has seemed to get better and better and better yeah no I agree with that I really like Fish Mooney or whatever name is oh so. Jerome and Jeremiah Mm. Mm. And just the Riddler in general, his whole evolution into being the Riddler. Because the Penguin sort of starts out as the Penguin, yeah. but he just gets more confident with it. Yeah. Finds his feet or his yeah. flippers. Yeah. Um, loses his foot, if anything. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, he's very scary. I like the actor who plays the, the Penguin does that really well. He sort of carries it. To it's, very, it's very similar to um, other bastard in Thrones. I'm blanking on his name. He was also in Misfits. He's also apparently going to be playing Hitler in an upcoming movie. Well, that could work. There's one actor in The Kid Who Could Be King, or The Kid Who Became King, who plays Merlin. There's two actors, actually. One of them is, you might know him as Professor X, the oh, older version. Okay, Patrick Stewart. Yes, him. So apparently he can jump in and out of either a younger version or an older version. Uh, there's a lot of weird logic, and it's not entirely consistent, but it's still an enjoyable romp. But yeah, the younger version of... Merlin is amazing to watch. She's got a really interesting charisma. It reminds me of Sherlock slash... It's just it's got this whole like offbeat. Uh, I recommend if you can just even watching a few scenes of him. And he's going to be around for another 30 years just doing like a character actor. Yeah. So. Yeah. So at work, I tend to do things where I will come up with really shitty scenarios where mm. people have to give me answers to. So I've got two for you, which uh, I, I like to occasionally ask these on the podcast. Yep. You know, choose one of these. Either every movie that you watch or everything that you watch on a screen from here on out Sister Act 2 or every song or any that you hear for the rest of time is The Heat Is On The Heat Is On so that one yes you can either listen to that forever right. or watch Sister Act 2 forever and I can never watch anything else on a screen no that's an easy one I'd definitely go with uh, The Heat Is On as much as I love music and I mean, because you could still watch movies that have music in it, and it's not going to replace every song. Yes, it will. No matter what the scene is, the soundtrack is now the heat is on. Oh, that's rough. Yes. And also, if you say, for example, become an actor, and you, like, play a role and all that, uh, and then you go to watch your own movie, it's still Sister Act 2. You just happen to have a cameo in it. Well, there's no chance of me becoming an actor, so that's... I still go with having a listen to I chose the heat is on. Yeah. Because I don't Actually, mind no, no, Sister no, no, Act no, 2. I'm but... sorry, I chose Sister Act 2. Wow, oh, that's awful. Because I can read scripts and books. I can't okay. not listen to music. I still I need the cinema experience. And I think you're polluting it by adding the soundtrack to the. Because it, it's, it's too one sided. Any song, man. Uh, no. That's not really clear. It's got to be one or the other. You can't mix them up like that. Any music video becomes Sister Act 2. <laughs> yeah, but who watches music videos anymore? I don't know, people. Any concert video becomes like, Sister Act uh, 2. I think the only music video I've seen in the last five years is that one. The one where you have to know his name as an actor. And then also, 
No, his name. Childish Gambino. Gambino Danny, yeah. uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. He was in Community. Yeah. That was a great series. Yeah. I still haven't seen them all. My so. God, you should. Um, yeah. And then the other situation. I'll tell you now, every single person who I've asked this question has picked the exact same answer. You can sleep with one of these two people. Okay. Either A, Monica Lewinsky, immediately after she's blown. Oh, you asked me this in Messenger. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay well then, we're going to... We'll let the people hear this. Yeah, because, as again, I love this question. Yeah. Uh, Monica Lewinsky, immediately after she's blown Bill Clinton, or B, Jacqueline Kennedy, immediately after John F. Kennedy has been shot in the head. And you wouldn't let me clean, clean her up. No. She's got chunks of his brain on her, in her hair and blood all over her face. Yes, but also Lewinsky is also pretty messy too. It's all on the dress. You just take the dress off. I didn't say... The stain is on the dress and maybe a bit in her mouth. Maybe, and you can't let her wash her mouth out. Well, I'm not going to kiss her. Um, I think the obvious choice is Lewinsky because there's no, uh, you know, brain matter involved. But I think I'd go for... Definitely Jacqueline Kennedy's a lot more attractive. And the whole bringing her forward in time... Because she, she lived a lot longer, but you're somehow going back and grabbing it's, her it's on that day. It's from that exact moment. Yeah. I think I would do that just, just to be amazed at the magic that could create that scenario. What, Jacqueline like, wow, Kennedy? Just for, yeah, just to... See, as like, again, everyone has picked Jacqueline Kennedy. Really? I would have thought Lewinsky was the obvious Not choice. Not one person has picked Monica Lewinsky. Well, I'm impressed at those people. Everyone who are every female who I've asked who have said, What do you reckon they've picked? They've gone, Oh, they picked Lewinsky. And I went, Not every no. fucking person has picked Jacqueline Kennedy. And I yeah. don't know why. I think it's, just, there's, it's like a historical figure. I mean, there's that old question of who would you take to dinner or live on an island with? And you can pick any sort of five or three figures, alive or dead. That old chestnut. I've also but asked. To sleep uh, with? Well, that, that's if you can go back to any time and place. I feel like I'd pick uh, Cleopatra. I'd want to see what she looked like. I don't think we still know. I mean, she's been... She's obviously quite beautiful because she managed to seduce so many Roman leaders. But, yeah, that's a gamble. Yeah. It's um, a gamble I'm willing to take. And I like to be able to communicate. And, obviously, she doesn't speak English. So, unless you can wear some kind of translation device. We'll fix Marilyn Monroe would be there. Yeah. If you can pick three, Marilyn... So, alive or dead? No, they have to be dead. Otherwise, it's can, too can easy. I, can I, just, I pick um, Ava Hitler? Uh, you mean... I don't think she changed her name, wasn't uh, it? Well, just Ava Braun? Okay, well, yeah. in case she changed her name. But yeah, you knew who I I don't think I could put my dick inside someone that also had Hitler's dick in them. I just, that would be too... And obviously he was raw dogging. Um, but can you be I like, am I bigger than my theatre? <laughs> yeah, no, that... I mean, Kennedy wasn't perfect, but he didn't kill six million Jews. That we know of. Yeah, I mean, obviously he killed a lot There's more a reason that. he got assassinated. There's all kinds of silly theories out there. I've got something coming up. Okay, what's coming up with you? Because I can't think of anything I have, and to the very few people that uh, would know what this is, I have Achievement Hunter Live coming up this Wednesday at the Sydney State Theatre where I bought VIP tickets within the first minute. Oh, so you had to pay for it? Yeah. Okay. And um, I got, in the Sydney State Theatre, row A, seat 32. So who are you taking? No, I bought one ticket. One for ticket. Me. Okay, thanks. And then it, it's a two hundred and fucking dollar ticket, mate. <laughs> yeah. Sydney State Theatre, row A, uh, seat thirty-two, dead center, front row, right, basically right in the middle. And if that isn't a good time, I don't know what is. Yeah. Okay. And so oh, you're yeah. getting to watch people 
basically game in front of you. Uh, it's not even that. It's it's more of it's hard to explain it, but it's sort of all everything that they do. They sort of do a mystery science theater type thing. Yeah. They do some stand up stuff. They do like a lot mm-hmm. of it's is general. It, is it broadcast somewhere I can watch at the same time? I don't believe so. No, it's odd. So it really is just you have to pay and turn up and that's it. It's not like Blizzard where you can get a there special... is there, there will be some gaming yeah. of it. I should have a streaming thing. Well, you have to report back on that. I will. Meanwhile, we're almost at, at the hour, so I want to finish with a quick bang, 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 bang. What would we have picked for all the nominations and what did actually win uh, at Golden Globes? It was like two weeks ago, but hey, let's just wrap this up and then we'll do it for the Academy Awards, which can't be too far away. Oh, are we going to do our predictions as well? Oh, is that like months away? No, I won't do that now, but I mean, when the Academy Awards yeah. happen, we can yeah. do Oh, you know, I, I 100% want to do a predictions podcast. All right. Well, Even if got, it's a short one. I'm going to do all of them, but we'll try and make it quick. Uh, see award category for all years. No, no. Just looking at this year. And that was best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series uh, for TV. So you've got Edgar Ramirez, The Crime Story. You know, they where they, that guy assassinated Gianni Versace. Yeah. Uh, Kieran Culkin, obviously. Um, Colin Culkin's brother. Yep. Something called Succession. Alan Arkin, he's still alive. I really yeah. thought he'd die. Uh, the Kaminsky Method. I think it was because he died in that movie, Little Miss Sunshine. So I'm like, well, that means your actor's dead too. Henry, uh, Henry Winkler, good okay, old Fonz. Fonz. And something called Barry, which has won a lot of awards. I, really have to, I don't know if it's on Stan or Netflix. I haven't seen it pop up. And Ben Wishaw for A Very English Scandal. Who would you pick? Just going off that and what... From <laughs> have what you I, seen any of these things? I have seen Scandal. Okay. I've seen uh, a little bit of Scandal, so I would have picked a bit Ben. You would have picked him, and that is who won. I would have picked uh, Alan Arkin just because I love him so much. So, but that's all I have to go on. Now we've got actress in the same thing, TV show. Uh, Ooh, that's a much, that's a much. Handmaid's Tale, Yvonne Strahovski. Yvonne Strahovski. I think she's Australian. Westworld, Dandy Newton, Penelope Cruz uh, in the Gianni Versace story. Alex Borstein in The Marvelous Miss Meisel, which is getting grave reviews as well. And Patricia Clarkson in Sharp Objects. Oh, I, I 100% would have picked Thandie uh, Newton because Westworld is amazing. Yeah. No, I'm going with this. We agree on that one. And it was won, though, by Patricia for Sharp Objects. I haven't seen that. She looks lovely. Good for her. Uh, then we're moving on to Best Performance by an Actor in a TV Series. So that's not the supporting one, the full-on actor. So you've got Bill Hader for Barry. You've got Jim Carrey in Kidding. Donald Glover in Atlanta. Sasha Baron Cohen, who is America, and Michael Douglas in The Kaminsky Method. I would have to see that. It's got some great actors. I would have picked Sasha Baron Cohen. Right. I've seen a few clips of that. It looks funny. I... I have not seen He's a great performer. I feel like I should watch this. I haven't seen Atlanta. Um, I can only really pick Sasha because that's the only one I've seen Mm. clips clips of. If if you don't have to watch the thing, I'd probably go with Donald Glover because... Yeah, he's amazing. Jim Carrey's a great actor, I'm too. trying to go with things that I've seen here. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, but it was Michael Douglas. That doesn't surprise me. Michael no. Douglas is an amazing he actor. He did win. Now, best performance by an actress in a TV oh, series. Oh, this is a Candace hard one. Candice Bergen in Murphy Brown. Obviously, they rebooted that. Are they rebooting everything? Kirsten, Kristen Bell, Bell, The Good Place. Jesus. Deborah Messing, Will and Grace. Another reboot. Alison Brie in Glow. Oh, Alison. You're going to make this hard for me, aren't you? It, it's already hard for me. <laughs> the marvellous Miss Meisel, Rachel Brosnahan. So, well, uh, I'm I'm immediately stuck between Alison Brie and Kristen. Yeah, Bell. they're the Because these are both choices. shows that I've watched and very much enjoyed. Yeah. I Like, I haven't seen Glow, but I've seen her in other I things. haven't seen all of season two of Glow. Okay. I, I am up to date with The Good Place, so that's why I'm going to pick Kristen I'm not Bell. up to date with that, but yeah, I'm going to go with her. She is just a bomb, and yeah, she's hilarious. But it was won by Rachel Brosnahan, so... 
She looks like a slightly more attractive Kristen. I oh, know what's her name. Kristen uh, Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, and we've got best performance by an actor in a TV series drama. We've got Matthew Reese in The Americans, Billy Porter Pose, Stephen James Homecoming, Jason Bateman Ozark, and Richard, Ma- Richard Madden Bodyguard. From what I've seen of it, I would would have picked Jason Bateman for Ozark. Yeah, same. And it was Richard for Bodyguard. That's Which another I, show. Again, he Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. If you don't oh, okay. Thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad he got work. A lot of those people are going to get work. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Do you think Even the dude who plays over. Jamie Lannister isn't going to get work? Oh, bring him on. He's going to have so much guy. work. Uh, actress in a TV series drama. Uh, I've got Kerry Russell, The Americans, Julia Roberts, Homecoming, Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale, Katriona Balfe, Outlander. I pro- I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. And Sandra Oh in Killing Eve. I'm going to go with uh, Elizabeth Moss. I would have gone with Julia Roberts. I've been watching Handmaid's Tale and it's amazing. Because I've seen none of this, so I have to go with the one Homecoming. That... Well, I would not have gone Sandra Oh, just purely just because... I think I saw a trailer for Homecoming, like. that's about it. I got it mixed up with Homeland, but totally different thing. Yeah, Homeland's a definitely different thing. Yeah. Homeland is dark. And Sandra Oh won for Killing Eve, so yeah. good for her. She was great in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, that's why I don't like her, Grey's Anatomy. Really? Yeah, oh, I don't like Grey's show. Anatomy. They fuck up a lot of stuff and it's ridiculous yeah. sometimes, but... It's it's drawn me in, that's for sure. It, hey, if it wasn't for Grey's Anatomy, would what's it, was it Coldplay they used a lot or Snow Patrol? I don't know. That chasing cars. Gwyneth Paltrow and Grey's Anatomy. Snow Patrol. Pretty sure if it wasn't for. Oh, I'm great. I'm not great at Paltrow. Anyway, we got uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture made for TV. Jesus, these are specific. Limited series or a motion picture made for yeah. television. Okay, Hugh Grant, English Scandal, Benedict Cumberbatch, Patrick Melrose, Alienist. Uh, Daniel Brawl, I've seen a bit of that. It's a good show. Antonio Banderas in Genius Picasso and Darren Chris. I've got to stop reading these out in this order because it's obvious who won. Uh, Assassination of Gianni Versace. Yeah, maybe mix it up, mate. Yeah, I've got to mix it up. Cumberbatch. I, I like uh, Daniel Brawl. I like Daniel Brawl as well, but I'm a Cumberbatch guy. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen uh, Patrick. I don't know what that is. I should click on it. Um, but yeah, no, Dana and Chris won that. So obviously that's a good show. Do and the nominees are... <laughs> yeah, the nominees are for best... Performance by an actress in the same thing. Uh, Amy Adams, Sharp Objects, Regina King, Seven Seconds, Laura Dern, The Tale, Connie Britton, Dirty Who John. Who I believe was in Homeland. Dirty John. I'm going to find out what that is. I wonder if it's based on the podcast. And Patricia Arquette, Escape at Danamora. The, uh, I haven't seen any of those things. I am a big fan of Amy Adams. Yeah, I'm going to go with Amy Adams. But of course it was run by the last one that I... Maybe stop reading it in that order, Pat. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to mix it up next time. It's just a habit. Patricia Arquette, Escape at Danamora. Now, Dirty John, I just want to check on that. Falls for a handsome doctor who sweeps her into whirlwind romance. I can't tell if that's based on the podcast. I don't think it is. Eric Barner's in it, though. Fucking everything he is based that's on the cool. podcast. It's oh. based on the true story. So maybe it is based on the podcast. I don't remember him being a doctor, though. Yeah. Look I've probably forgotten everything. I've got a shitty memory. Yeah, I'll look it up later. And then we've got Best TV Series Made for TV. All right, so you've got The Alienist. You've got... Sharp Objects, Escape at Danamora, uh, Very English Scandal, Assassination of Gianni. See, I mixed it up. I, I would have picked a Very English Scandal. Yeah, it looks good. I've only seen the earliness, though, so I like that. I'm going with that. But the winner was Versace, which I've also heard the podcast on, and it was a crazy story. Oh, well, that's, uh, this is an easy one. Best series, musical or comedy, Barry, Marvelous Maisel, Kidding, Good Place, Kaminsky. Obviously, we both are going to pick The Good Place. The good Place. And the winner because was I Kaminsky. I fucking love that show. And I did it again. Oops, I did it again. Best series drama. Uh, you got Bodyguard, you got Killing Eve, you got Homecoming, Pose, 
and the Americans. You still did it again. No, I didn't. I mixed it up. Yeah, but you still made Americans last. I did, didn't I? That one. Fine, I would have picked the Americans anyway. Yeah, I I haven't seen any of these, and the Americans looks. I've I've heard the most interesting. So much about it. Now, Homecoming. I just want to check. Uh, Yeah, it's also based on a podcast, Homecoming. It was a fiction. Okay, so really, that's that's insane. Really, the question is, when when is we going to get the banana split? Right. Yeah. When are we going to end up in the Golden Globes? Yeah. Uh, I think you have to come up with like an actual story some point yeah to do that all right okay. I'm a writer. best song motion picture oh wow let's skip that one uh, it's like i would have picked black panther there we go yeah we would have gone with that the winner was shallow i don't know what that is lady gaga right okay yeah that's a good song best score i don't know but oh all okay these, yeah all these nominees. i would have picked marco Bell- black panther Isle of dogs quiet place first man one i haven't seen that best foreign it's language skip foreign picture. language we yeah, had, we, we're not smart enough best motion picture animated okay, okay yep. you got Ralph you got Mirai you got Incredibles you've got Spider-Man you've got Isle of Dogs two of my favorite ones I would have I would have gone with Isle of Dogs or Spider-Man but I would have said Spider-Man and Spider-Man's what yeah, one yeah Spider-Man's what one and it's well deserved to win I think well I haven't deserved. seen Mirai which is an anime uh, looks really cool but yeah Spider-Man just kicks fucking ass uh, best screenplay we've got uh, so that's the written obviously mm-hmm. motion picture that's the best script uh, you've got uh, Roma, Vice, Green Book, The Favourite, and If Beale Street Could Talk. A lot of I would have gone with Vice. Party stuff there. Vice. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen any of them. Green, Green, Green Book One, and it looks really good. That's the one with Viggo Mortensen where he goes. I just I was going to say he goes back in time, but no, it's set in the sixties. That would be a much more interesting movie if he was a time traveller. Yeah. But uh, he's he's like a hired Italian gangster that has to protect he's like the bodyguard for a black guy that got, does like a tour oh I didn't even know, I didn't even know this guy directed this movie oh we're now you're finding out you're, uh, we've got best oh. director uh, you've got Adam McKay with Vice you've got Peter Farrow with the Green Book you've got Alfonso Cuaron Roma. Uh, Roma Bradley Cooper A Star is Born yeah so Spike Lee for Black Klansman I saw A Star is Born and Bradley Cooper's generally been an actor for him so for him to pick up the reins I'm gonna go with I like him for that I saw Black Klansman very recently and I love that good movie, movie. I, okay. it's amazing I would go with Spike Lee oh, I appreciate I respect that but the winner was Alfonso Cuaron with Roma best performance by an actor in any motion picture so this is the big actor prize you got Sam Rockwell Vice supporting Richard role, E. Grant is it supporting oh yeah it is Sorry. best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture and the nominees are Timothy Chamalette in Beautiful Boy, Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me, Sam Rockwell in Vice, Marisha Ali in The Green Book, and Adam Driver in Black Clans. So I don't get that Marsha Mahashala is the supporting actor, because to me, from the trailer, he looked like the, the main character, but okay. I would have gone with Adam Driver. Yeah, but the winner is Mahashala. I'm not trying that again. I haven't seen any of them, so I can't vote. Uh, best performance by an actress in supporting role in any motion picture? Rachel Weiss, Emma Stone, Claire Foy, Amy Adams, Regina King. I did it again. Uh, so Regina King won. I like Amy Adams. Same I as like you. Amy. So. Oh, Emma St- I like Amy Adams. Claire Foy's really good in First Man. I've actually seen that. That was great. She did really well in that. I just have to go through. Look at Amy Adams. Look at her. Look at those eyes. You understand that. Oh. Continue. Okay. Best performance by an actor. This isn't supporting. This is... Oh, no. In a musical or comedy? It's really specific. Uh, Stan and Ollie, John C. Riley. Robert Redford, uh, Old Man and the Gun. That's his last film. Viggo Mortensen. See, he doesn't get supporting. It's Green Book. Lin-Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins, and Christian Bale in Vice. Well, obviously, the winner is 
Christian, Christian Bale because he deserves it. Yeah, about to say, do you see what he put himself through? No. He went, like, dude, the dude's going to kill himself for his arm. <laughs> what did he do this time? He, he got really, really fat. And then okay. really, really thin. Christ. Again. And you saw how thin he was at the fucking yeah. award ceremony when he thanked the devil. Yeah. Apparently, he doesn't get a lot of medical advice. Like I was listening to some people that mm-hmm. they'd read interviews and yeah, it was on a podcast, obviously. And they were like, yeah, no, he just got some basic doctor advice. And that was it. And his doctor's like, how are you still alive? It's uh, best performance by an actress in a musical or comedy. You've got Constance Wu, Crazy Rich Asians. Ooh. Yes, that's, that's who I'm picking Tully. straight away. Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins. Elsie Fisher, 8th grade. And Olivia Coleman in The Favourite. I would have picked Emily Blunt. Uh, she is very watchable. I, don't, I didn't see Mary Poppins, though. I haven't really seen any of them. I would have gone with Charlie's Theron because uh, Tully is supposed to be Ooh, incredible. The next one's not hard. But the winner was Olivia Coleman. Yeah. And then we've got actor drama, John David Washington, Rami Malek, Willem Dafoe, Lucas Hedges, Bradley Cooper. God, look at Willem that, Dafoe in that, that photo. That's he's a, he's that, messy. That's a hard, that's a hard that's one some great, pick. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen Boy Erased. I don't know who I, Lucas Hedges is. I think. I'm sure he's a fine actor. Purely because I haven't seen it, I'm going to have to pick Black Klansman because I haven't seen Bohemian. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rami Malek won. John David Washington. Uh, for Bohemian, which is Fair enough. It was a great movie. I liked Bradley Cooper. Who were they looking at? Because now they're going to do a uh, Elton John one, aren't they? God, they're doing one for everyone, I'm sure. I can't remember. But Rami won that and uh, well-deserved. I I give that to him as well, I think. Bradley Cooper was really good, but I think it was... I don't know. There was a lot of crying and carrying on. I thought I knew Black at some point. Yeah, I have to watch that. You bought it? Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Actress, drama. We've got... Melissa McCarthy, Nicole Kidman, Lady Gaga, Glenn Close, and Rosamund Pike. Big names. Oh, would pick Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. She was really good in that. I mean, that's her first big role. I would have gone the same way. But it was won by Glenn Close. Like so. she, did, she did a lot of supporting the roles wife. in um, American Horror Story. All right. Best motion picture musical comedy. We've got Mary Poppins. We've got Crazy Rich Asians. We've got Green Book. We've got The Favourite. We've got Vice. Mm. I would have picked a Vice. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It looks good. I would have gone with that too. Green Book one though. I'm not surprised. It's it's totally an award. Mm. You know, it's like a driving Miss Daisy, but with dudes. See, this is where you get. I'm slightly torn because I don't think on the best motion picture drama category. Right, this that is the last one. Bohemian should. We're gonna wrap it up. Nominated. So it's best picture drama. I think they, they don't seem to have a best at all. I think Bohemian should have been categories. in. Should have been in musical. Yeah, no, it's definitely musical. Mm. I don't agree with all these choices. And then again, either. so is A Star Is Born. Yeah, exactly the same. We've got A Star Is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Bill Street Could Talk, Black Klansman, and Black Panther. Yeah, somehow that's a. I'm glad so, I wasn't shunted off into some As world. again, mm. saw it recently, thought it was Black, amazing. Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Okay. I'm going to go with Black Panther because uh, it's not the only one I've seen. I've seen three of them, but that, that definitely stuck with me a lot more than the others. Even though A Star Is Born is quite emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just love Black Panther. But the winner was, again, Rami Malek really took home all yeah, the jewellery. Yeah. Uh, it's Bohemian Rhapsody, that one. And that's it. That's I, want to, I want to recreate that photo one day. Yeah, you should. It's a great mm. great post. It's like a purple background. Uh, everything's purple. And it's just half his face. It's just like those ones you did the other day. Yeah, yeah exactly so. what I was thinking about. That's why I'm like, oh, I should do that. Well, we should do that where like the podcast is like, that's 
half the face is you and then the other half the face is me and then you can switch the colors as well mm. yeah. i just gotta oh i gotta edit I think it, that look cool. it i don't think it'll be that difficult for me to do it i mean yeah. i did that one with a lightsaber i'll send you some photos but yeah if, in terms of lighting i thought you would do it all in post but that's really good it's like that guy recently did some photos with toys and he used actual explosions instead of cgi oh yeah i saw that really post good. today as well yeah. if you want to look him up i just posted it on Beyond Cosplay. Obviously, by the time you hear this, it would be a while ago. So I'll just find the guy's name so you can look it up. It's like the most recent one at this present point in time. And it does mention... You have 22 inboxes on Beyond Cosplay. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, they should all have been answered, though. I don't know why that's showing as red. I don't know why they make me wait to scroll. I'm using Edge, which is basically the current version of Windows Explorer. And showing my age there. Dude. Uh, oh, there it is. His name is Jared Middleton. He's an English... Uh, photographer and he's just really cool one of the shots is of a um guy in power armor he had me there of course he had you there yeah there he is there's a little t51 looks incredible no cgi no post-production no so the fact that you know what that is just based off like the, the slow like the very short look at it yeah of the, i'm like oh, i know exactly what that armor is well yeah, yeah. come on don't you no oh. pretty clear no i am playing uh fallout New fake Vegas. gamer guy I've been playing Fallout New Vegas for a few days. Oh, it's such a good game. Yeah. That's the best of the series. I'm Just... I'm gonna side with me. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Fuck way. everyone else. Yeah. Oh man, that's such the... a time sink too. How, how much is it frozen though? Uh it's done it maybe two or three times. Yeah, that just I want to wait till they remaster it. Um, all right, so that's episode 44. Thank you for listening. It's been awesome. Enjoy your dessert. And get the fuck out. Fuck Life Palmer. Yes.